Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about facing discomforts. And I wanted to address this because we have so many things that cause us discomfort, big discomforts, little discomforts, everything in between. And as you know, with Claire Weeks's work, she talks about facing as being like one of the first steps that we have to take when we are working on our anxiety and trying to find our inner peace and calm. So I would say that facing discomforts is a big thing to pay attention to. Just to notice if you are running away from the discomfort, like trying to smooth it all out, or what are the some of the other things that we do we could ignore it. Sometimes we ignore things that are uncomfortable. We pretend they're not there, but we can face things head on. And one of the things it takes to face these things head on, whether it's your anxiety or it's a traumatic event in your life, or it's a small failure or a disappointment, it's okay. You can face it. You can. The reason why we think we can't is because we think we don't have courage We don't think we can do it. We don't have the stuff it takes to hold strong, but we do. And so I have five points here that I thought I would talk about for facing our discomforts. And the first one is I want you to actually feel fortunate that the fear that you are experiencing or the discomfort that you are experiencing is giving you an opportunity to be courageous. There's a great book called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, and he takes a stoic perspective on this whole idea of courage and looking at the obstacle as actually being the way. So you could look into that, especially if you're interested in the stoic philosophy. But what it comes down to is that we're trying to be courageous. We're trying to lean more into life versus running away from it or just sweeping it under the rug or telling ourselves we will deal with it at another time. We can let go of running away from all of the discomforts in life. 
We can actually lean into life. We can be brave. We can do what needs to be done. And we think we can't. I am amazed when I am working with people how we think that we can't do the thing, but we can. And so what it takes is just trying, actually throwing caution to the wind. And again, I like to use the word experiment. Experiment with it. Just try something new. Try facing it. Try going through whatever the discomfort is and see what happens on the other side. It's an experiment. You can't do it wrong. All you can do is know one way that it does or doesn't work. So give it a try. The second piece I have written down here is, oh, is a a little bit of a, a tiny little quote from Nietzsche that says, the snake that cannot shed its skin will perish. So this is something that falls into the idea of being uncomfortable, because we actually do need to grow and change and go through difficulties and discomforts. Imagine how it feels to shed your skin. You kind of grew out of it. So that can't be exactly easy. We can do it because if we don't, maybe it isn't going to be good for us, just like the snake that cannot shed its skin will perish. We need to grow into our new selves. And it happens over and over in life. Often people are amazed, like, I've been through this before. I've been through this before. Yes, you're shedding another skin. You are going forward. It is death and rebirth, right? If you want something new in your life, there will be a death of the old. And what is it that must die? What habit? What behavior or process in your life needs to go, needs to die? Dying to the idea that our life should be perfect is one thing that should go. Our lives will not be perfect, and we can let that thought go. Death can also be from being in a situation that we can't change. I often have people very stuck in the base of fear, which is death, right? But what is it that needs to die? It may not be you. It may not be your loved one. It may be something or a situation that needs to die. Or maybe you're experiencing a situation as a death, such as death can be from a situation that we really can't change or take control of in the moment, such as being embarrassed, that can feel like a little death, a disappointment. Grief definitely feels like a death. And we need to stop trying to push these feelings away, and we need to face them. We need to accept them. It feels like a little death. And maybe this is the death fear that you are dealing with, Not the death of you or the death of a loved one, but these smaller disappointments, embarrassments, and griefs that we have been shoving down into our subconscious for decades, some of us. Dying to the idea that we are not perfect and that our lives have pain and suffering in them. This is important. This is freeing. Being with those feelings is leaning into the idea that, as Pema Chodron says, it takes death 
for there to be birth. And you will birth new parts of yourself as you lean into and accept challenges with courage. We have to take this courage challenge and go forward just enough, just enough so that we can know we are looking at these discomforts. We are looking at these disappointments. We are really, really facing them. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Now, the third point that I have down here for facing discomforts and actually moving through some of these ways that we push away, I'd like you to work right through them. And that, like I said, that's going to take some courage. The third one I have is meditation for being a great human being and having a great day. Really, meditation. You knew I wasn't going to get through a whole podcast episode without mentioning meditation. We have to meditate as if we are taking our vitamins and we eat well also because it's the right thing to do. We just don't see the effects the moment that we eat a good meal or the moment that we take our vitamins. It's not like drugs. We meditate because it's the right thing to do. And we do it consistently and we do it over a very long period of time, which is known as your life. It's not something, it's not a quick fix. It's a way of living. Just like you learned other habits in your life that really have come to serve you. Each of you may be able to pull out a couple that really have come to serve you, such as an exercise routine that you have or a dietary change that you have made that you never thought you could do, but now is affording you to feel so much more healthy. Remember, we are all practicing mindfulness, not only on the meditation cushion, but in any daily mundane activity, we can do it with joy and awareness. We are being mindful. Bring the joy and the awareness into it. Let mindfulness practice, which is a form of meditation, be with you throughout your daily life. Always have your 
regular meditation routine where you sit every day for however long you are at. Remember, even one minute, if that's all you can do right now, just do it. But also bring the mindfulness, the meditation of mindfulness into your daily life with you. Bring joy and awareness to the things you are doing, the mundane, the simple. It can change your life. The fourth point is to go deep into life. This is a way that we can actually be with the discomforts that come up in life. Because we are going deep with life, we are not escaping, we're not hiding, we're not running away to some mythical place, right? Some place where there is no problem, all is well, the place of rainbows and unicorns and it doesn't exist. And we can be sure that actually going deep into life, not hiding, not escaping, not ignoring the discomforts or pushing them away is actually good for us. It brings us into a different way of being. And I hope that you will give it a try. Be with all the joys and all the sorrows that come up in your life. Don't just try to hold on to the joys and push away the sorrows. Meet them equally. Invite them both in. The less we try to run away from them, the quicker they will move through us. The joy will come and go just as the hardships come and go. We can't hold on to only one side of the coin. This is living fully. We're not just holding on to the easy, smooth parts that we think will be socially acceptable. Life is both up and down. We look great, and then we don't look so good. We have a good time. We have a bad time. It's okay. And it it's okay that other people know that you might be struggling. That's okay, too. You don't have to be ashamed and think that it is not socially acceptable to be struggling in one part of your life or another. Life is both the ups and the downs. Embrace it all, and you will find that you will be less afraid. The thing that happens is that we're so wanting to be away from the struggle, the disappointment, the sorrow, that we become afraid of being near it. But the more you learn to embrace it as much as you embrace the joys in life and be with them equally, the less afraid you will be. This is a big part of being anxious, is being afraid of those sorrows in life. And the fifth point that I have for you is moving from now to the future. And what I mean by that is what we do now is actually building our future. We're creating it. If we meditate today, we're creating how we are going to be in the next few hours or days because we are affecting our nervous system. We are affecting how we see our thoughts, how we focus on them, what direction we go. So what we do now is building or creating our future. 
What is it that your future self will thank you for? What could you be doing today that your future self will be thanking you? That's a good thing to think about. It's a good thing to jot down in the journal. What did I do today that is building or carving out how I would like my future to look? And the interesting thing is, is that it's always now. So this is a lifelong practice. This staying in the now, it builds the path as we go along toward it. Let that be okay. That the now, how you are dealing with it, is building the future. We're building the path as we go. It can't be done ahead of time. It's each moment, one after the other. And I want you to remember that noticing negativity is not a problem. Author Pema Chodron tells us that detecting negativity is a very good thing. She says it is the first step toward having clarity. So you want to be able to notice when something is negative. It doesn't mean you're negative. It just means that you noticed some negativity. Often we don't even know we are off the path or off the beam. So the first step is where we can actually finally become aware of our negative behaviors, our negative patterns, or our negative thinking. This is a first step, but it is also a huge step. And if you want to be able to continue on the path, it's important to celebrate that you found some negativity. So when you notice that you've been doing something negative, celebrate that. You found a place where you are negative. That is not a bad thing. That means you are aware that you are seeing it. It kind of reminds me of in our meditation practice. We may have decided that my anchor for the meditation is going to be my breath. And then all of a sudden you realize at some point in the meditation, you do not know how long you've been doing this, but you are thinking about a multitude of things. The fact that you noticed that you are thinking and not anchored on your breathing is awesome. That means you are aware, and that means you can come back to your breath or your anchor and continue. It doesn't mean you did it wrong. It doesn't mean you failed. And the same thing in life. When we notice negativity, that's awesome. We are aware of it. And that means that we can be on a different path of our choosing. But we can't change. We can't make a different choice if we are not aware of what we are doing. I want you to give yourself a big self-hug and let yourself be okay with being perfectly imperfect. This can be a welcome relief to let go of the endless, fruitless pursuit of perfection. We can't get there, so let it go. I so appreciate you, and I thank you for spending time with me, and I love being here with you. And now for today's quote. Trying to find absolute rights and wrongs is a trick we play on ourselves 
to feel secure and comfortable. And that's from Pema Children. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 